0: Social media can be so destructive to a person's body image and sense of self worth. And we've spoken about this a lot on the podcast. But there's a new trend that's using social media itself to fight this destructive influence. The body positive movements allowing people to see real bodies and appreciate them for the beautiful things that they are. A couple of years ago, Isabella Davis took a photo of her body and she posted it on her Instagram account. It was an act of defiance. She was sick of being told that she wasn't good enough, that she needed to go on a diet or that she should aspire to look differently. Today, Bella is a sex-positive, body-positive influencer and has a considerable following. We were lucky enough to grab her in between photo shoots to talk about sex, intimacy and body image and how she's taking on the toxic beauty culture that dominates social media.
1: So I started in our very first lockdown. I think it was around oh two years ago now in june and one day i was just like screw this i was just seeing all this diet these diet ads and people exercising and i couldn't even get out of bed <laughs> and i was just so bored and i was sick of like um people trying to make me feel bad about not doing anything anything productive anyways because i wasn't feeling very productive or very motivated And then on my feed, it was just full of, you know, perfectly posed images, which are great, but it's just not my reality. And I was just like, screw it. I'm going to upload a photo of my body, just being a body, just sitting down. And that's me. And it was kind of like my way of just being like, screw you to diet culture. Uh, And, And it kind of started from there. I didn't really even plan on it being the way it is or being this whole Thing that it is now like I had no idea that it was going to get this big yeah so it's kind of surprising
0: I love it when stuff just works out like that so you had your Instagram account was up and running long before you started doing the, the influencer yeah. thing right yeah okay.
1: yeah going with the same thing so that meant like obviously all my family and all my friends were on there people <laughs> I went to school with. so it was kind of a bit of a shock for everyone yeah. That I just, like, start fresh. I just, like, decide to share it. That, I guess that was the whole point. I didn't plan it to go anywhere. I just wanted to show something real on my own feed.
0: And do they care? What's the reaction to the other people who happen to my, might be in your feed a little bit lower down?
1: No one really reached out, to be honest, um, which is interesting. But, uh, look, my mum wasn't too pleased at first. I don't even know if she is now. But we've come a long way in terms of like conversations and talking about diet culture, um, and I think she was just scared about trolling. She didn't want me to get you know trolled by people? It's kind of like my own little world. I feel like the only person that knows about it in my life is my partner and me, and my friends. But like family members don't really know about it, and that's fine by me. i <laughs>
0: happy. That's, that's awesome. Well, they don't need to know until they get tech savvy and start you know, going through Instagram. So how has your body image, how did that get you to this place?
1: So when I was in year 11, I struggled with an eating disorder. So I developed an eating disorder that literally controlled my entire life. And that led me all up to the end of year 12. Uh, I was still struggling very deeply, but the height of my eating disorder was in high school. So when everything else is happening in your life, the formal, your HSE I couldn't think about anything else other than my body image. And I've always, you know, my legs have always looked different to everyone else's, and that's something I always wanted to change. I always wanted them to be smoother and alter them to be smaller. And that was really like the need for my eating disorder. It was control but also changing the way my legs looked, even though now I've been diagnosed with lymphedema, which is, something I had no idea about and something I couldn't ultimately change but yeah that was that was really hard for me my whole life just like looking at other people and thinking why don't I look like that or why is it so easy for them um, to lose weight when it was like so hard for me until I developed this eating disorder and then it seemed to be effortless because I was obviously dieting and restricting and just yeah. This, Struggling with this mental illness—that was awful.
0: I spent most of my twenties, I think, just running the other way from any anything intimate, any kind of sexual relationship or anything like that, because I was just so paranoid about my body. How has your body image affected your um, sexual relationships and, and your ability to be intimate with another person?
1: I was the exact same. I wasn't intimate with someone until I was twenty-two. Um, physically intimate like allowing them to see all of me until I was 22 and it was still something I struggled with. I feel like now at 25 last year was the first year I was actually able to enjoy intimacy with myself and with another person because I was constantly in my head like which I think a lot of people struggle with I was always thinking about how my body looked instead of actually enjoying the moment and I was constantly worried about, oh, maybe I need to, like, move so I can look more aesthetically pleasing. And, like, what about this angle? Oh, what do I look like? Oh, my God, I can't believe this. No, I just want it to be over. Let it be over. And, like, even when I was 22, the lights were always off and I was always paranoid. And even with myself, even seeing myself, um, you know, nude was something I feared as well.
0: Well, it's obviously not now, though.
1: No, no, definitely not now last year I would say it's the first time I've actually been able to you know, enjoy intimacy and not be so stuck in my head and not be paranoid about what I look like. I've just been like, this is me and I'm worthy of enjoying intimacy just as I am. And that's honestly because I feel like I've accepted my body that I'm able to do this now.
0: Yeah, that's great. So what do you think contributed to your negative body image back when you were feeling really bad about yourself?
1: Toxic beauty standards beauty industry the diet industry massively affected how I felt about myself I think you know when I was a kid I was looking through magazines and I could just never see someone with the same body type as me someone with the same legs, someone with cellulite someone with lumps someone with bumps and I thought well that's not ideal and that's not idolized so I have to look different to that I have to look like these people I can't look like myself so definitely the media um Instagram social media has definitely impacted the way I felt about my body um, massively
0: and have you have you ever shared your concerns with a partner to try to help you get through it?
1: Definitely I think when I first started dating my now partner Liam I spoke to him about you know my struggles with my eating disorder my struggles with um, my body image my struggles with intimacy. I opened up about it all because I felt comfortable enough to do so and then um, I felt comfortable enough to share my body with someone else as well because I didn't for so, so long because I feared um, what someone would think or what someone would say.
0: What about in this age where uh, we're we're judging who we're going to date by a couple of pictures that they put up?
1: I remember when I was single, which only a few years ago, and I was doing the same thing, swipe and right, swipe right. And just like, <laughs> yeah, I hated the fact that you judge someone off a photo. And I think that that was a really like, you know, um, a massive part of like uh, shame for me because I was like putting up these edited images on my profile yeah, and then I was like scared to meet up with these people because I was like I don't look like that <laughs> um, I was like I definitely don't look like that what are they gonna say when they see me and I think uh women and men still feel like this right we feel like we have to put our best foot forward we have to look our best on our dating um profile but it's just not real life um, yeah, And I like the fact that people get judged off an image. Like, I wish it wasn't like that. I wish you got judged off your personality, off your hobbies, off what you're passionate about, rather than an image, because it must be so scary and so terrifying.
0: Have, have okay. you learnt that your ideas about your body image uh, have been wrong, through, especially through this process of putting your body out there on Instagram? Given some of the feedback that you've had, has it changed your ideas about what other people think?
1: Yeah, I think it, it does. I think hearing people say, yes, this is so normal, yes, I have this, has been massive for me because I'm like, yeah, we're not alone. I like to do these polls every week where I'm like, what body insecurity are you struggling with right now, like for men and women to write? And then they're like, cellulite. And then I put up a poll and I'm like, Who has cellulite here? And the answers are always 95%. (laughs) Like, who has a soft tummy? Who has squishy arms? Who um, has gained weight? The answers are always 95% or above. So that makes me realise that, yes, the things that we struggle with are so normal. And people are wanting to see real, raw um, images now of just normal bodies. Like, you can feel it in the media. It is shifting. It is changing. And we're wanting to just like stop with the editing apps and just embrace ourselves. Like, like I can feel that um, in the media happening.
0: You think so? Okay. That's cool. I
1: do. I do. I think, uh, look, some things are never going to change. Some. Uh, you know, websites and brands are never going to change their ways. But I think I've seen so many ads recently where the images aren't edited and it's great. But look, that shouldn't be a celebration, should it? It should just
0: be. Been- <laughs> uh, it, it is. Look, I'd love to see that change. I was affected by the media's obsession with how people look when I was a a reporter and I was a kick-ass newsreader. I remember a, a, a boss once being quite honest with me. He's like, mate, we're not going to put a fat guy in, this, in the chair. It's not going to happen. Isn't
1: that so sad But they were judging you off your appearance? It's just incredibly fat-phobic and yep. it's disgusting. It is actually disgusting because you know there's so many kids out there as well who are like, I really want to do this but I won't get this job or I won't be able to do this career because of the way I look and that's awful. It's awful that we've made people believe that the way they look is their worth.
0: It's very nice that you can see it turning, See a change. I've kind of switched off the media for the last three or four years, so I'm blissfully unaware of anything that's going on. <laughs> Great.
1: Look, I don't blame you. I think it's changing very, very, very slowly, and I hope we don't take like you know five steps backwards. But I can see it changing a little bit, and even just a little bit is, you know, giving me hope. Yeah. <laughs> Something. Well, and so,
0: what what do you think has helped you become so confident?
1: So in terms of sexual and intimate relationships, I would say definitely realising that it's not about how my body looks, it's about how it feels. And I'm worthy of pleasure and so is every single person out there. We're all worthy of pleasure. We're all worthy of enjoying intimacy regardless of how our body looks. And I think we've been made to believe that we have to look a certain way to be worthy. And a big one for me was just reminding myself that, It's not about how I look aesthetically in the moment. It's about how it feels. I should just enjoy the moment because if I don't, I'm, you know, taken out of the heat of the moment because I'm so focused on how my body looks and then I just don't want to do it anymore. But just understanding that I'm worthy of pleasure was massive for me and that's really what changed my mindset completely.
0: Isn't that a liberating thing to hear?
1: So liberating and so empowering Um, And just knowing that, like, you know, weight gain and body changes doesn't make you unlovable, doesn't make you unworthy of pleasure, doesn't make you unattractive. It's normal. It's something we all go through. But I think society makes us feel like we're unworthy of these things when we aren't. And we just need to understand and we just need to learn and we just need to accept that we are worthy of enjoyment and enjoying our lives,
0: do you have any other advice? It feels really good when people say that you are worthy of pleasure, and you are—you don't owe anybody else any particular look or anything like that. That makes yeah. a lot of. You've just told thousands of people that. So, what, <laughs> what advice have you got for um, beyond that?
1: Yeah. So something that always helps me is like reminding myself that I don't owe anyone thinness. Like not my partner, not my friends, not my family, not society, and especially not myself. I don't owe anyone these things I'm allowed to just exist in this body as I am every single body is worthy of enjoying themselves and being seen the way they are um really helps me also another thing that helps me is just like admiring my body and admiring my nakedness which I think a lot of people shy away from the mirror especially when you know they hop out of the shower and I did that for years um because it's such a vulnerable moment your body feels so different um but now I just embrace that mirror and I just like um, run my hands along every lump every bump every crease so I can really get to explore my own body and see what it looks like which helps me so much especially when I'm feeling a bit insecure about my body just to know that like yep this is how it feels and I'm able to touch it then I'm able to allow another person to touch it and feel it as well
0: that makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, that's awesome Bella. Thank you so much for, you know, being so candid and open and, you know, I guess this is something you're quite used to doing, but uh, for us we very much appreciate it.
1: I appreciate you guys.
0: To find out more about Bella Davis and to see what all the hype's about, you can search Isabella Davis on Instagram, and I've also put a link to her feed in the show notes. Now, if you think you need support with an eating disorder or concerns about your body image, the number for the Butterfly Helpline is one 800 or one ed hope 1-800-ED-HOPE. For online resources or to chat online, go to butterfly.org.au. Let's talk in depth on Icon Media Production in partnership with the Butterfly Foundation. To find out more about us, go to iconmedia.au. And if you want to show your support, drop us a comment or give us a rating. We would really appreciate that. I'm Sam Iken. Thank you so much for your company.